Hello, Mr. Cooley. Hello, sir. How are you today? Good. Well, not very good, but we don't need to get into that right now. You got a nice oh, shirt wow. on. Yeah, you too, man. It's It baffles me that <laughs> in the history of us recording video for these, to my knowledge, we've not had one where we both are wearing a black t-shirt. Yeah. We look like a stage crew right now. Yeah. Just ready to go. <laughs> well, not far, not far from the truth. Is that your fresh, clean tea? Bro, it is my fresh, clean tea. And it Nothing is fresh and fits. clean. Right out of the dryer. <sighs> Me too. Yeah. Great shirt. It's, uh, I don't know what it is about these shirts. Not, not a sponsor, by the way, but <laughs> they wanted to send us some shirts. I would let them. <laughs> um, I just feel like the black ones fit the best. Yes. Like after, after a few washes, the other ones kind of shrink a little bit. Um, but the black ones shrink just right. Yeah. So I pretty much exclusively wear black t-shirts. People, people will ask me like, Are, did you wear that shirt yesterday? I'd be like, you don't understand. I have five, I have five black five shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, it's always like after a hard day of eating. And by that, I mean like a good day of eating. Yeah. I wake up the next morning and on top of the pile is a fresh clean tea. And I'm like, mm. oh yeah, I'm going to still feel normal yeah and <laughs> this would feel good not like a slouch trying to squeeze into like some of my other shirts that i wear on stage and stuff uh mm. i have i have been wearing these on stage a little bit like if i wear a jacket mm-hmm. um man the, you know the fact that we wore these and we're talking about it totally feels like a promo i know it does we're, we're not definitely not being paid <laughs> to say this but wish we were yeah, it's Anyways. just a it's just a solid tea, man. Um, mm-hmm. There's something to me about being able to order. I I mean, I don't go to stores to buy just t-shirts. So like being able to just order a package of shirts to me is yeah. appealing enough. But um, I don't know, they're they're consistent and they are what they are for the price. So yeah, yeah, I'm gonna they're gonna be in my bag for sure when I go on tour here. I'm I have blue, a few blacks. I actually really like the way the whites fit. Yeah. I'm not big on being like a white t-shirt guy. Yeah. You know, which yeah. is cool if you are. Um, right. But I always bring those along because they're so comfortable. But uh, yeah, my problem with white tees is they never stay white. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't mean stain. in the way of like me staining them. I mean, oh. like I don't separate my whites from my colors when I wash <sighs> my clothes. So they always kind of turn like this eggshell color and I don't yeah. ever realize how gross they look until I get a new white shirt and I hold them up next right. to each other. I'm like, this is, this is like yellow. This isn't white yeah. anymore. I know so. I have a couple eggshell shirts and that's how I kind of gauge how my white t-shirts are doing. <laughs> yeah. If it matches the eggshell, then you're time to go. Shape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, <clears throat> so tour coming up. Yeah. Yeah. How's how's Man, the uh, how's the prep going? Honestly, the prep for tour is crazier than tour in my yeah. mind. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of like, especially with the new album coming out. There's a lot of logistics with that, and um, you know, you're you're trying to promote the tour at the same time as you're promoting the album, and it's just mm. you know, need we need two of each of us for sure. But yeah, um, it's been good and like getting the band ready, sending songs um, out, out to you guys is is happening, and that feels good. Um, I don't know. I, I It always makes me realize how 
behind I am in my personal life because <laughs> I, it all comes last minute. Like these renovations I've been doing in the Airstream that I've been yeah. sending you pictures of. Um, <clears throat> it's like, felt like we had all the time in the world and here we are like two weeks from needing to leave where we're camped right now to right. go do work. So mm. um, it's, you know, I could throw out a lot of really cool buzzwords that made me sound important like meetings yeah and uh stuff but it's really just meetings is a buzzword that's just a word i know but it makes me sound like i'm a little more official in my job as just like singing bro let me tell you to everyone else the word meeting is not a buzzword it's just (laughs) a word that it's a part of everyone's day so these stupid meetings where we go hang out with people and we have drinks and pretend like we can put it on a a business tab or something Mm. Um, those will happen and that no it's good i'm excited i'm ready to i'm ready to play some shows man i I am not the biggest i'm probably like some kind of weird anti touring musician because that sometimes is the hardest part for me to like get in the right mindset for yeah but um once we do it once we get out there i feel really good i'm ready Good. Well, I wanted to let everyone know uh, here in a couple of weeks, we are going to be taking a break from new episodes of the podcast um, so that Tyler can focus on the tour and everything. Um, so I think episode 65 is when we'll start, take a break and then we'll break for, I don't know, six weeks or something <clears throat> while the, the meat of the tour is happening. So stick with us till then, but um, don't be don't be alarmed if we're don't post anything new for a while after that. I think March March 11th is probably when that will start. So, Yeah. Um, Good chance to go back and listen to the yeah. older episodes too. Yeah, get your catch up, catch yeah. it up done. Um, if you're like me and you don't <laughs> listen to podcasts and, until like you travel or whatever, we understand. So um, <laughs> that'll be your chance to get, to get caught up. Um, so anyway, this week I wanted to talk about... Um, I wish I had taken the time to think of like a title or a more elegant way to wrap it all up, but basically just the idea of um, people being inconsiderate because I've had some really specific examples in the last few days. Um, But before we get into that, I have to ask you, what are you sipping on tonight? Oh, I am sipping on, well, first off, smart water. Oh, yeah. Need all the help you can get. Delicious hydration while dehydrating (laughs) yeah and then um i just picked up some bullet and i i don't like to drink the rye by itself and i usually like to drink whiskey neat so here we are with the uh, good old kentucky great bourbon bullet bourbon hell yeah how about you i'm uh i'm on the light side tonight i'm going um og moscow mule except for Mm. not in a copper mug because i don't have one but Using uh, Rieger's Vodka. It's vodka distilled here in Kansas City. Solid. Um, my my bit about mules is that they're like ginger beer is just like the grown-up Diet Coke or like, you know, yeah. like stereotypical <laughs> yeah, like grown-up mixer. Um, <laughs> but I dig it. F- Fever, Tree, Fever Tree ginger beer tonight. So, yeah. Mm. And vodka mm. only exists to make non-alcoholic things alcoholic. So, it's a pretty yeah. <laughs> pretty low-key drink tonight. But, you know. I like that. Mood. That sounds good. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. <laughs> refreshing. So, all right. So, uh, people being inconsiderate. Let me just start with the most. Actually, let me start with the example I have from today because I want to get your opinion. Please do. Please do. This is going to be one of those am I the asshole situations, right? <laughs> For anyone who doesn't know what this is, there's a, a subreddit, which is, a, you know, a basically like a message board on Reddit called am I the asshole, where people just outline um, things that happen where they are trying to decide if they were in the wrong or not, right? So I didn't post on here, but... Um, so I've been, I've been working out in the mornings recently about like six or 7am and usually there's not very many people there because that's kind of past like the early pre-work rush and it's before like the late morning rush. So it's like this kind of perfect time. But the problem with the way my gym is set up is there's no real good place to do like walking lunges or, um, anything that doesn't have a dedicated machine. There's no real space for that, whereas a lot of other gyms would have room for that kind of thing. So the only spot to do it is kind of where um, there's like this big like jungle gym sort of thing where people do like pull-ups and a lot of different stuff like that. You kind of just go back and forth in this one walkway to do walking lunges, which is what I had to do today. (laughs) Um, Every morning at this time, there is an old man who goes to the gym and wears like a <laughs> cotton polo and you know, just old, old man gym attire. I'm not going to knock him yes. on what he's wearing, but the right. problem with him existing is he <laughs> decides to walk laps like around, just like in a circle around that one apparatus, which is in everybody's uh. way. If they're trying to do lunges, if you're trying to do like, I don't know, ab work or kettlebell work or anything. That's where you would typically mm. do it. And he decides to walk laps right there. Mind you, this is a giant corporate gym that has probably 250,000 treadmills on the other side of the wall. Yeah. So like if the dude is just trying to get steps in, like he could either just walk on the treadmill or two, if he wants to do laps for whatever reason, there's basketball courts and like he could do it oh, along yeah. like, you know, the, the outer edge of that. Perfect. So I don't understand why he insists on doing this like in everybody's way. And I was in a mood this morning. I was not the happiest oh, no. of lads. And <laughs> he like, we cut me off. Like we met, intersected multiple times. And I just, I didn't say anything. But I gave him a stare that I would only give someone that I'm like four seconds away from murdering, you know, (laughs) like I was, I hate doing lunges. Like it's, it's just a taxing for some reason it gets my heart rate up. It like sends me into fight or flight. I just hate it. Yeah. I was doing sets of 20 per leg. So I was gassed. I was just like grinding through. And then this dude about runs into me like three or four times. And I just need to know. Am I the one, am I the asshole for shooting him a glare when he's, you know, could be doing what he's doing anywhere else, but there's not really a better place for me to do what I'm doing? Thoughts? I mean, he should get on the treadmill. Yeah. And, and you know, not to go there with it, but depending on the age of this guy, it's totally likely that he just likes having eyes around the whole gym. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can't think of any other reason why he would do it other than the fact that 
getting on the treadmill sucks. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I would. I mean, I hate walking on the treadmill, but if I just need to get some steps in, I would rather do that than walk around. In, it's not even like a big circle. It's like yeah. he's turning every like two seconds to like get around this yeah. thing. Like he's not even taking a big lap. It's Yeah, this ridiculous. spot that you're lunging in is like the known spot for yes. Bone. This is where you yes. do... Yes, like if you're going to go do jump rope, if you're going to go do any... Like literally right anything there. that's not on a bench or on a machine, you're pretty much doing it in that spot because there's no real other room, you know? I mean, some people are going to say since he's... I'm imagining him. I've seen this guy yeah, before. Some people are going to say you're the asshole. I know. <laughs> but, but if he could understand... You know, it's, he's also not a guy that you're going to be able to be like, hey, man, would you ever think about jumping on the treadmill? Yep. <laughs> Doing the same exact thing, TV for yeah. you on there. <laughs> I was trying to think the whole time of a way I could frame it um, to like persuade, to appeal to his interest, right? <laughs> I was trying to think of like, hey, man, you know, if you... uh you could go down on the basketball courts and do this and you wouldn't have to worry about like running into people that are doing other things. You know, yes. if I make it like in his best interest, but yeah. I, I don't know. It's hard for me because I feel like with older people at the gym, there's like, there's two options. One is they just insist on being there because they can and they don't care about, you know, being in people's way or whatever. I have some examples of that too, but <laughs> the other thing is I think they probably like they probably like feeling around young energy or younger energy yes. and things like that. So I don't want to be like get out of here cuz you're old. I want to be like get yes. out of here because you're in my way. Like he could be he right. could be 20 and I would be like yeah. you're in my way. Fellow you're human. still in my way, you know. Yes. Um but yeah, there's something about this gym. I don't know. I don't know if all like corporate gyms or lifetimes are the same, but this one, because of the, the neighborhood that it's in, there's a lot of older folks that go there. And I swear, dude, the amount of interactions that I've had with people above the age of like 50 years old that have made me want to like get in a fist fight with an adult, not only just with an adult, but with a 50 plus year old person is absolutely insane. Like one time I was working on, um, I was doing like cable rope pull downs or whatever i had one cable set but there's another one right next to me i finish my set and i turn around just you know i just turn around but i'm like two feet away from the thing my bag and everything is right there when i turn back around this dude has like completely readjusted my cable changed all the weight changed the attachment and has started doing something else and i never say things to people like i usually will just be like whatever you know but i i'm just i had had it with these old people at the gym dude and i i <laughs> kindly said to him i said hey man i'm still i'm still using this i'm not done and he just looked at me as if i had like killed his family yeah <laughs> he was like what do you mean like like just shocked that i was saying something and i was like yeah i'm not done like if you want to work in that's fine but like please don't adjust what i'm using like you can use this one it's open and he's like, just because you're using it doesn't mean no one else can use it. And I was... And you said, yeah, that's what I was saying. <laughs> I was like, actually, that is... Just go that in is, between yeah. But, but for, him to, for him to come back at me with that, there's a completely open cable next to me. And he comes back at me right. with, just because you're using it doesn't mean I can't use it. So right. it's like this elitist old person mentality of like, 
F these young guys. I'm going to do whatever I want. And yeah. I think I think they genuinely don't really understand the gym etiquette, but they're stubborn. So if someone calls them out on something, they're like, I'll do whatever I want because I've been here 20 I, years longer than you, you know? I, I think you're on to something there that, that doesn't just happen in the gym. It's kind of a... I've noticed it when I'm in the grocery store and someone's walking in front of me and they're, you know, 70 plus or whatever. Yeah. I'm not, we're not attacking a demographic here. No. Okay. But what I'm saying is there is a certain like FU to it. Yeah. Where they feel. Yeah. Like they have deserved the right to run the aisle. Right. And you're like, I'm just trying to get to the peanut butter right Right. there. And man. Yeah. This is uh, another thing. One that really grinds my gears is when you're in the airport and you're sitting at the gate or whatever, and someone is like on speakerphone or, Ugh. or even FaceTime. I mean, I, I get it. I'm a family man. Yeah, you know, against all odds. Yeah. But, um, I get you know your FaceTiming and stuff like that, but headphones headphones are great yep. and they even make wired ones believe it or not mm-hmm. that are cheap and don't give you brain cancer mm-hmm. so so get some of those mm-hmm. we it's okay to hear you talk but when we're listening to you facetime your dog in the airport oh and he's barking God. and you're <laughs> oh, who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? <laughs> and we're just trying to get some work done help us out even Let's if you're not just, even if you're not trying to get some work done it's just like no one is really enjoying sitting outside of a gate at an airport. So can we not can we not yeah. just make it as peaceful an experience <laughs> as possible, right? You know what I mean? I've also also um this is a little bit when I watch people eat at the airport and the in you know it's mask time, yeah, right? Right. But they take it down between each bite. Oof. Yeah, just I, I have art time with that also cuz I'm just watching you you want me to know you're you're wearing your mask, right? 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 I get it, but I understand you're eating. Just just go ahead and eat. Yeah. <laughs> you don't. Well, I, I think to. there's also this fear though of being called out for not right. wearing your mask. You know, there's so many videos where like oh, this could be a whole other. I'm gonna try to keep this focused. There's so many videos yeah. of people just like back. fighting with TSA and and like uh, yes, air, or flight attendants and stuff about their masks and stuff and. Those people are definitely trying to do that. But mm. I think I think like the normal person has this sort of anxiety now of like ending up yes. on TikTok because they are <laughs> they have their mask down in between chews, you know. So like it's this this overcorrection now where it's like I'm trying so hard now to follow the rules that I'm uh, yes. I look like an absolute moron, you know. Well, I speak I mean airports are who you that's where you find out who someone really is. Yeah, you know their selfishness is on display. Oh yeah. Oh, if, yeah. I don't know if you how often you really travel with people in the airport. I I don't do it. Very Not very often. often. But I'm always thinking about myself, and this could probably be the whole last half of the podcast. Actually, I should write this down right now. But like the fact that you and I probably care way too much about how we're making other people feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm in the in the supermarket and stuff but what i mean is at an airport i'm always thinking about i know all these stupid etiquette things that i don't need to know and probably don't matter if you have the window that's what you get right you get the window mm-hmm. 
middle guy gets the armrest mm-hmm. and aisle guy gets the leg the space move. yep is that can we all agree on that it seems it seems like a fair trade-off but we're the only ones that follow these rules <laughs> when i'm middle guy and i don't even get one armrest boy i'm about to, i'm gonna do the push thing yeah you know the like readjust and you kind of like yeah. and then you own it right and they're kind of like and you're just like got your headphones in it yeah i didn't Man, see anything airports are airports are a source <laughs> of high anxiety for me not like because i get travel anxiety like the yeah. idea of just like plans falling through or something coming up you know especially now where you know there are stories of people being on the plane and then they just cancel the flight before it takes off you know stuff like yes. that <clears throat> but i get so much more stressed ab- around all these people that insist that they are the exception to all of the guidelines and the rules and like people yes. people in airports dude that are just constantly throwing a fit about things it's like why what good yeah. is it doing to like complain <laughs> constantly to like always go up and ask this like stewardess at the kiosk or whatever like if you can get upgraded or like how much longer is it like flights delayed what are you going to do about it I it's know. like what can she do about oh. it she can't go out and fix the plane bro she's you're shooting the messenger that you know thing, this this thing. mentality of like always attacking the lowest person on the totem pole it's like yes. broke just it sucks. We get it. You the most available person. <laughs> yeah. Like, is the girl at the desk, the help desk, going to make the plane arrive any sooner? Like, you know what? I'm going to call the captain right now because you came up and asked me. Yeah. <laughs> captain, do you think you could redirect and get here 20 minutes earlier because Joe Schmo? Yeah. Dude, this is air travel, man. Boarding group X decided, uh, you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Man. Yeah. Airplanes. Um, I would say that uh, bathrooms at airports are that way. Oh, yeah. It's always like a, a shuffle. And a, I, uh, I mean, I've, we're really getting into the nitty gritty here, but when I'm leaving the bathroom, I'm going to go right. You go right. Mm-hmm. That's, we learned that when we were riding bicycles when mm-hmm. we were eight years old. Mm-hmm. Stay to the right. Stay to the right. When you drive. When you're not in London, which side are you on? Yeah, right on side. The right side. We're at an airport, DIA. If I'm coming out of the bathroom, how many times have I had to walk out of the bathroom? Oh, sh- excuse me. Excuse yeah. Me. I'm saying excuse me because you're going on my side, bro. Right. Stay right. Right. <sighs> I oftentimes feel like my um, my understanding of etiquette is more of a burden than anything. <laughs> Because it just points out to me all of the things that other people are doing wrong and that I am always just, I'm just the sucker in this world, you know, (laughs) like seldom do I feel like I'm on the receiving end of some, like some dope etiquette, you know? Yes. Yeah, man. Yeah. Have you, how many times do you walk away in, in a day saying that time that guy just, okay, here's an example of one because not all is lost. The other day, I was picking up some plywood, and they have it in this tall cart, you know, at the the Home Depot or whatever, where the board can sit in their tall ways. It's windy as heck outside. I'm talking like 50 mile an hour winds, not exaggerating. I come outside with this single piece of thin plywood. I'm 
got the truck pulled up to load it in the back cart falls over mm. and this guy coming out of the store says hey man you need some help and i mean i'm i uh you know i'm a toxic male so i was like no <laughs> i'm fine and i'm yeah. trying to pick it up and he's like i'm gonna help you and i'm like okay thank you so he helps me we load it in I said, man, thank you so much. You really, my hat blew off like wow. across the parking yeah. lot. I, I had to go get it. And he was just like, hey, no problem, man. You have a great day. And that may be the first time in like a year mm. that I really remember someone being like, not just thinking this will about do themselves. nothing for me. Yeah. This is just for you. Okay. One more example. You can unpack that. But before okay. I forget, okay. every day on my run in Nebraska, this. This beautiful little rural town that my Airstream is in right now. I go on this same loop, and I can adjust it for different distances. Mm -hmm. But on the side of the road, about every 50 feet every day, there is a new beer can. Mm. And I'm talking somebody is chugging a beer, throwing it out the window, chugging a beer. Right. I... What? Maybe you don't want to go. Maybe you don't want your wife to know that you drink a twenty-four pack of beer. Right, okay? right, right. I understand. I've been there. You could buy a trash can, put it somewhere else. Yeah. You don't want her to know about it. Okay, man. You got more problems. Yeah. Than littering. I can't stand that. But and then there's a sign on the road with the lady saying, "Please pick up after your dog, bro." Right. What about the beer cans? Every, I pick up after my dog. Okay? Good. I'm just saying. Yeah. Littering and. Dog shit. It's just terrible. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about dog shit for a second. Let's unpack <clears throat> dog poop right now. Here's my. Okay. Whew. <laughs> I'm buckling in now. This is going to be an explicit episode. Yeah. We're going to have to mark this. All right. So I live, I live in an apartment complex, right? This is everyone that listens yes. to this knows or at least now mm -hmm. they do in my apartment dogs are very common and i'm all for people having dogs i love dogs i want i aspire to have a dog of my own my own one day um here's the thing it's not hard to pick up dog shit no there's signs everywhere please pick up your dog poop my it's complex like one thing my complex has dog poop bag stations probably every like not even kidding 100 feet all over all right my uh one of my neighbors in this building got this puppy like in may of last year super cute you know of course um i get the feeling that this is this guy's first time living out on his own and he decided to get a puppy whatever well cute. is adorable yeah it's not as adorable now because it's growing up, you know. You know how it goes, but... <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> anyway, he, he lives on the second floor, and I live on the first floor. My apartment backs out to, like, this green space, which is the popular place for people to go take their dogs out because it's this big, open, grassy area, whatever. I, I don't care that people take their dogs there. What I care about is this mother effer <laughs> lets his dog shit six inches away from my patio literally just like might as well take a dump on the cement of my patio 
because I'm an old man, I like to go, when the weather's <laughs> nice, I like to go sit out on my patio and just kind of, you know, be in the fresh air and have my dinner or whatever. Yeah. But I can't because there's, I mean, I can, but I'm surrounded by piles of dog shit. It smells. There's flies everywhere. It smells. And it's right there. The most egregious part of this is he walks by the bag dispenser to get around to, get. to where that grass is. Doesn't grab a bag. Leaves the dog poop there every time. Dude, I can't stand it. It's like... I can't stand it. These people... Bro, I'm going to say right now... You don't deserve to have a dog. I think that's what I was going to say. Like, <laughs> people want people want to get dogs until they realize that they have to take care of them. You know, I yes. listen to this dog whine and bark all day. Mm. Like, they, she just... She runs back and forth. Like, I, and I understand. Neglected. I live on the first floor. Like, I have upstairs neighbors. I'm going to hear them. You know, I get it. But she's just so loud. They don't take her out. They don't take her on walks. They don't like do anything. And then like mm. the minimum basic requirement is pick up after your dog and they don't do that. You know, it's yeah. just this and it's so selfish. It's because they just don't want to have to pick up poop. So they're going to leave it out in the grass for like other people to step in other people's dogs to eat. You know, it's this whole it's this whole thing. And people just don't yeah. think about like the cascading effect of who that may impact it's such a small thing but it's like really obnoxious that's a it's the same as airports you learn everything you need to know about someone by the way they take care of their dog yeah you know you know when you like hang out with people we'll talk about their dog you're like oh yeah freaking mutt and yeah just like don't give a crap i don't like you man right that dog is here because you wanted it yeah and now you're treating it like this. Right. And yeah, the inconsideration of leaving dog shit outside of your patio. I, I, my dog has pooped on a walk. I don't have a poop bag for some reason, different leash, something. Yeah. Usually we have this little bag thing that attaches, right, right. whatever. I have gone home, driven to where she <laughs> pooped and picked it up. Man, you're a good guy. I'm a terrible person. That's the least you can do. Yeah, true, true. Pick up the poop. bar is low, man. I've, <laughs> yeah. I have honestly thought about going full petty mode and like ba Bag bagging it up. it up and putting it on. Like I know where he lives. Just put putting it on the doorstep. <laughs> I've thought about getting one of those little things. I also like I do the thing where I keep like uh, grocery store plastic bags for you know. Sometimes mm -hmm. you need a plastic bag. I've I thought do. about knocking on his door and being like hey man i don't i have all these bags i don't need i noticed that you have a dog like you can use these to you know if you want to when you go on yes. walks you know like yes not say i know but i know but very passive the, the I reason like i know it's him too is because you know i work from home in my office i can see out that direction but i've also sat in my living room and just stood at that door and watched him stand there while his dog shits <laughs> Like he had no idea I was there. Like I could have, I know I could have gone out and said something, but I shouldn't have to. I shouldn't yeah, have to police the complex for these things. I, I've thought the same thing about the beer cans. I thought, what if I piled them all up on a corner? Will I, I know this guy's route. It's the route I run. Yeah. What if I piled up all the beer cans on like a, right under a stop sign, right where he has to go? Yeah. That might be all you needed to do. Yeah. But what if I put a sign on there that just said, you're a piece of crap? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just just let him hit for a second. And I'm sure 
it's probably the kind of guy that would just double down. Yeah, right. Which, what about the poop guy? Yeah, just like, I don't know, man. Well, the thing is, if it came down to it, I would, I would uh, best him in a scrap. I've, I mean, yeah. I know the guy. I know so the there kid, you go. Let him double down. Yeah, but <laughs> to me, it's this thing, it's this frustrating thing because I get so worked up about this stuff. It's not even just the act. Like, really, the fundamental thing that bothers me is just the complete disregard of other people, you know? Because like you said, like, I I really do try to not actively inconvenience other people, you know? Um, but I'm also conflicted because I feel I also have the mindset of not wanting to start conflict, you know? Like, I don't want to start a war with this guy where I end up, like, getting crap smeared on my door or, like, stuff like yeah. that, you know? It's like, I always have to decide if it's worth it. You know, but uh, I had I used to have an upstairs neighbor previously that would um, speaking of beer cans would sit out on their upper patio and drink um, Bud Light Pounders, Tall Boys, crush sure. the can, throw it over the thing onto my patio, and cigarette I, butts in a non-smoking like you're not supposed to be able to smoke at our complex. One day I had maintenance come over for something, and they had to they were outside or whatever, and he was like looking around at all these cigarette butts on my patio and in the grass and stuff. And he was like, you're not supposed to smoke here. And I was like, I know I don't. And I pointed upstairs, <laughs> you know, he's like, we'll take care of that for you. Did it stop? Yeah, they moved. I mean, uh, I don't know if they told him to move or what, but it was like beer cans in the bushes, like everywhere. It's just like white trash kind of stuff. Who are you? you? Know? Yeah. in Overland Park, about like this, it's kind of like a nice, <laughs> I'm not trying to be, elitist you know but it's like you're not you're not on the farm or you're not on your house yeah. on your back patio you're in the exactly. midst of other people in like a nice neighborhood like act like you've been here before is my thing man can we can we talk about traffic real quick before we dig into you and i's problem yeah because that's that's my next example so go i want your specific example okay so saturday night <laughs> This Saturday? Mm -hmm. Just this weekend. Oh, God. <sighs> Cheers, buddy. Yeah. Let's go. Let's do it. Um, <laughs> okay, so my buddy and I, you know, haven't hung out in a while. We wanted to go get some drinks, like a happy hour situation on, mm -hmm. on Saturday. So we went to this restaurant. It was at like 530. It was prime time. I was not hopeful. I mean, I was not getting my hopes up that we were going to get a spot at the bar, you know. But sure. we wanted to try it anyway. So we went. Parking lot was packed. We uh, parked, went in, no spots at the bar, come back out. So we're a little bit disappointed. I'm frustrated. I get stressed out in, in like busy parking lots. It's a small parking lot anyway, this yes. whole thing. So I am pulling out. We're going to go to try another spot. I'm pulling out of the parking lot. Again, packed with cars. It's a like the actual parts that you drive through are pretty narrow and i'm pulling onto this side of the parking lot that has like a grass berm on the other side so there's just like not a whole lot of room to maneuver mm -hmm. well i'm making this turn and um this guy in his ford f-250 with the extended bed is coming around the corner at a 45 degree angle cutting the corner short because that's the only way he can conceivably fit this atrocity of a truck through this freaking parking lot. Needless to say, 
it was not going to happen. I was there. My whole car's <laughs> width was there and he was coming in shorting the shorting the corner. I apparently did not realize that my existence on this earth was this guy's biggest inconvenience because <laughs> by me just sitting there waiting for him to try to get around completely set this guy off. He was yelling at me, sig- signaling at me through the windshield to back up because I, you know, he was acting as if I was trying to turn onto a one way or something, which was not the case, you know? And I was like, I don't know what to do here. And I also was in a mood and I was not going to just roll over for this guy just because he drives a truck, you know? Yes. So he like tried to just keep inching past me and it got to the point where he was right next to me, but like up six feet because he's in, you know, a small dick truck, you know? Yes. So I'm looking up at him through the window, just like hands up, like, what do you want me to do? And he's just yelling at me like, get out of the way. You're just, what are you doing? All this, you know, stupid, you know, and I did like a 30 point little turn, you know, to try to like buy him yeah. a couple more inches to get around. <laughs> Here's the thing. I have never been so close in my life to getting out of the car in one of these situations. You know, every, really? every guy fantasizes about the day where something like that's going to happen and he gets out of the car. Mm-hmm. This was almost that day. And I would have I would have gone in on him, you know, about... That guy would have been in the in back of his big, truck. Big ass truck, you know, all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I had it all prepared. I didn't do it because at the end of the day, I knew it just wasn't going to be worth it. But mm-hmm. I was so heated. I was thinking about it for like 45 minutes to an hour after that. Like, to me, if it was me and I had that big ass truck, I would see the busy parking lot and I would park in the neck. Like there's a grocery store that shares the parking lot on the south side. I would park far away and walk, bro. Yes. That's because I am me yes. and not him, you know? Yes. And he had, he had his wife with him and I get that. I would have, you know, here, drop, drop your off. girl off at the door and then go park far away so you're not like... Because it's just, it's not worth the hassle to try to like squeeze a big vehicle into a a tight parking space. Like I used to drive an SUV. I always parked far away for that reason. It just wasn't worth it to me, especially if I had people in the car because I hate parking with a peanut gallery. Like, you know, you're like trying to do something stressful and they're all just like sitting there. Yeah. Anyway, I was pissed. If you ever called your girlfriend if you were drunk <laughs> you went over to her house and you ended up making out with her dad that's how it feels to drive an f that's what you think of that guy right there yeah. oh dude yeah i mean i drive a truck it's a it's a 1500 it's not big yeah i've i've driven it for a long time so i know where it goes in the parking lot but yeah. same thing if i get to a store or something i park on the far side Cause I know, I I for one don't want to deal with like you said maneuvering, mm-hmm. but you know selfishly also I don't want someone to ding my truck because it's a little wider than you know a Prius. Yeah, exactly. And three, I don't want you to have a hard time trying to get parked. But right. you know, you know when you pull in a parking lot and you see just like that diagonal park. Yeah. You know, and I'm not even talking about the guy that like blatantly crosses the line. I'm talking about like you whipped in. Yeah. You were last in line, you know, there was nobody else yet, but now it's two o'clock and everybody's yeah. here. Yep. At Fred Meyer. And you have parked with your back wheel as close 
to mm-hmm. the line as possible. You mm-hmm. know, dude, it's not even the store. It's when you're downtown and, yeah. and oh, you just yeah. need a spot. Yeah. And the guy, oh, when the guy parks like in such a way that no one can fit behind him and mm-hmm. no one can fit in front of him, but there's mm-hmm. three spots right there. Yep. I, dude, 50% of the year, I drive a 70-foot van. You have no excuse. Yeah. I park that thing. If I can't find a perfect spot, uh-huh. if I can't find that end spot right up next to the stop sign in the parking spot where the back end of this, these vans are built where the wheels are right here and the mm-hmm. back end of the van is way back here. Mm-hmm. If the back end is not in a parking spot, I'm going to head out. Yep. You deserve that. Yeah. This is downtown. We're all stressed. Yeah. yeah. Is this our problem? Apparently, because no one else thinks about it. Maybe it is. Because, you know, the thing I think about is when when my wife w- wants to run back and grab something in the grocery store and we're already in line, right? Yeah. We're waiting. Conveyor mm-hmm. belt's about empty. The person mm-hmm. in front of us. Mm-hmm. Starting to load things on. Got the little divider. And she says, oh, I forgot this. My stress goes from here to God forbid. I know. It's, it's like you can and, start, you can hear a clock start ticking in your head. Right. Like, and then, but what I'm starting to wonder is, do I piss off the three people behind me that have had a long day and I don't know what and they didn't need that to wait? Yeah. Or do I piss off my wife who I'm about to go home with in the truck and get to the house with? Mm. Probably the strangers, yeah. Don't, no, you don't piss off the strangers. <laughs> you get in an argument with your wife on the way home. Like a man, yeah. <laughs> Be a man. <laughs> Argue with your wife on the way home. Be a man. Be a man. <laughs> yeah, I know. Damned uh, if you do, damned if you don't in that situation. I've had, I, I've had conversations with my girlfriend about that. And yeah. I, I've been, well, we talked about it on the podcast before, which... I kind of showed my hands on that episode, too. showed my hand on that episode too, but <laughs> I, I've told her like, I know you're just trying to be sweet and I really do appreciate it. Yes. But the way that my brain works is I, all I can think about is the people that are behind me in line. Right. You know, and honestly, a hundred percent of the time that that has happened, she has been to whatever she forgot or we forgot and back before never I'm late. even like halfway through never checking late. out. Yeah. It's like, it's not ever been a problem. But I just don't like rolling the dice. Is you get that, that sweat. That yeah, I, it literally makes back. me sweat. I get hot. <laughs> it raises my core body temperature. It's <laughs> But everyone's been there. Mm-hmm. I, um, I don't know if I've told this story on the pod, but maybe to you. But one time, specifically in a situation like this, we were waiting in line. We were next up. Started to load things on. And she mm-hmm. said, oh, I wanted to go grab some Brussels sprouts. <laughs> and, you know, the thing happens. I'm like, you know, and I, I'm like, all right, just be quick because we got people behind. And she's like, yeah, I know, I know. She goes, she knows that I hate this. So yeah. she's stressed, Yeah. right? Yeah. So you picture this helicopter view of this store. Guy stressed, loading stuff on, making awkward eye contact with the people behind him and the cashier who's like, don't make this my fault, right? Yeah. All these people are waiting. My wife's sprinting to the produce. She finds the Brussels sprouts. So she brings back this, I mean, 
bag full of Brussels sprouts, an ungodly amount of Brussels yeah. sprouts. Sets it on there, ring it up. It's like eight bucks. Yeah. I was like, oh, whoa, what? <laughs> so we get, we get in the truck, and she said, I know you're mad. I know you don't like to do that. And I'm like, I, that's my problem. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's okay. Right. What happened with the Brussels sprouts, though? <laughs> and she was like, well, I got nervous, and I thought it was per bag, but it was per pound. And so that's uh, why we bought $8 of Brussels sprouts. She's like, I hope you're good with eating Brussels sprouts every meal for the next <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Which we did. Yeah. Oh, I hate Brussels sprouts. <laughs> Now I don't even or like them. oh, oh you hated like them before. before. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say you like developed an aversion to them because of that. <laughs> the allergy. Thraf- flashback oh, to the poor girl. Wartime, yeah, yeah. yeah I do try to be uh, good about admitting when things are a me problem, and I say yes. that too. I'll say this is a me problem, but I just need you to know mm-hmm. I'm real stressed out about you running, you know, back and forth, but. So it's either someone like us who are having a full-blown conversation about this right now. Yeah. Or someone who looks at those things happening, airport, grocery store, gym, Mm -hmm. and just kind of (laughs) goes, whatever. (laughs) Shouldn't we be that person? Yeah, I wish I could be. But here I am, you, at the gym, doing my workout. I only have a finite amount of time to do this. Yeah. And this... This old guy, this geese, this geese <laughs> rolls up and it's just like doing his thing, right? Yeah. And it's like you want to say you could, you have the capacity to nicely say, "Yeah, man, I'm doing my work out here. Could you shuffle nah. two feet?" I was also yeah, there first today. Like I was oh. doing it before he showed up, but. And I, I start to wonder. If it's either people like us who go home and just destroy their kitchen because yeah. they're frustrated, or if it's, do people have a greater capacity for humankind than you and I do? I don't know if it's that. Okay, here's what I think. I think that a lot of people, like you said, are able to just brush things off and be like, whatever, you know, that sucked, whatever. There's definitely that. I also think that a lot of people are just inept or just don't consider. I think a lot of people are not paying attention to things that are not happening to them, right? Yes. So like me doing lunges while Mr. Geese is doing his laps. (laughs) I think in the gym at that time, I was the only one that was aware of that conflict because everyone else is doing what they're doing. You know, that's my perception. And then... The other side of that is the people that are being ridiculous who give no shits about anything other than themselves. And they're convinced that 100% of the time they are right. You know? Yeah. So like in the case of the guy in the parking lot, I was, I was, he's yeah. telling his friends about me like I'm telling you about him, you know? Exactly. But his story is, you know, I was in the middle of the road, like I was in the yeah. way and I was like almost hit his truck, his prized possession in life, you know? <laughs> <clears throat> all this but stuff. i can guarantee if i was in that parking lot and saw that going down i would be like chuck bro right work with this and i, I was <laughs> you know i was in the car with my friend too and i was like i literally asked him am i doing something wrong 
I was like, like please that, tell me that. like if the, is there something i need to be doing differently right now and he's like no i don't know what is going on right now so i had like validation from him and he's the kind of friend that would be like yeah dude you're in his way you know yeah so uh yeah man have you ever this is my final thought on this whenever i go to a store and i have like a carload of people i want to take them to the door yeah drop them off, and then park where I want to park, which is what we talked about earlier, far away yeah. from the commotion. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to have to walk from the far end to the door Yeah, because of my problems. Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. Have you... This happens to me every time, on tour, everything. I've had a full band in the van, and I say, I pull up to the front, and I say, hey, guys, y'all hop out, go in, I'm going to go park, and I'll meet you inside. Plus... I like taking a minute mm-hmm. before I go in. Every single time, it's, no, no, man, we'll ride with you. No, no, no. And I'm like, no, you're not doing me a favor. <laughs> right. I'm asking I'm doing you, you, but I want you to do it. and myself a favor. <laughs> Dude, does that happen to you? Can you drop your girl off at the door? Um, I, I don't know. To be honest, I've never really asked. Maybe they don't like to go in without us. I think there's some of that, yeah. Um. I don't know. It depends on the circumstance. Like, if it's cold and rainy and, and stuff, like, I, I will. Muff. But if it's a normal circumstance, I usually don't. But I have done the thing where if I have a car full of people, like, I'll basically tell them to get out. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that, like, especially when I drove my Yukon, because, it, dude, it was just parking, parking that thing in college with a bunch of people in my car, and it's, like, never easy to park anywhere, you know, downtown or whatever. It was, it made me like, it, it made me hot. Like I got sweaty yes. because yes. just parking is stressful. Parallel parking, that thing was a, was a beast. But then also mm. just like the freaking commentary of people, like, oh, like they, they want to do it better. Or they're saying something like the, oh, 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 oh you're close on, over here. Oh, like I just, the- I just decided to start telling people like, get out i'm gonna get go out. park <laughs> yeah. you know? on the on the hunting trip we did there was several situations where we were hooking up to a trailer and unhitching and and one of the vehicles was mine so i'm hitching up and i said to all of them after we hitched up and we're going inside the cabin or whatever i was like what's worse than five guys watching you hitch up to a trailer yeah nothing nothing i cannot <laughs> oh there's a lot of things that are worse but just the, i don't know in the so you got come so you got guys riding in the cab yeah that have an opinion yeah because apparently they have a view that i don't have with two mirrors in the <laughs> rear view and i can look out the back and then you've got the guy in the back there was a situation one time when i was parking parking at an rv park the airstream yeah and we we're like always late to arrive yeah the people that go to rv parks are there for like two weeks we're there for like two days right so all these people are parked sitting outside drinking beers it's like 7 p.m yeah back in the airstream into this spot Mm. nick's on one side my wife's on the other my wife and i have a pretty good system for parking the airstream yeah right so i'm watching her but then nick's kind of doing this Right. And she's like... Conflicting hand signals. And so I'm like, I look in my right and I'm like, okay, I got to go this way. And so I back up. 
And then I look on my left. I'm like, shit, oh, I'm too far. <laughs> and so I finally was just like, this guy from across the park was like, man, what's going on? And I said, can you just back me up? <laughs> and, and neither, you know, my brother or my wife were happy with me, but he yeah. backed me up and I was, everything was fine. Yeah. Everyone, when you, parking is one of the worst. Everyone has an opinion on how you should do that. Yeah. You ever been doing a parallel park and the passenger's like, no, you got to. Yeah. And you're like, man, you're going to make this 10 times worse for me. Yeah. I go Just to, I go to ridiculous lengths to not have to parallel park and even, <laughs> yeah. even more ridiculous lengths if there's someone else in my car. Like $15 parking garage is Oh, much dude, more. I will, I will park a mile away and walk. <laughs> In the cold, uphill both ways, because it's just not, it's not one of those things. I'm not good at it, honestly. I've not done it enough to be good at it, and it stresses me out, and I, I it's going to take me more than one shot. Dude, one time, okay, one time, I uh, went down to the plaza in Kansas City to go, I don't know what I was doing down there, by myself. Uh, had to go to one of the stores down there, but it was like, this is before I had been here long enough to know like when the busy times down there are. This is, that's like a hot spot for like good restaurants and stuff. <clears throat> it was super busy when I went down there and I found this spot and it was a parallel park spot right in front of the store that I needed to go to. And I was like, perfect. This is mm -hmm. my lucky day. Well, you know, I had to do the thing where I was holding up traffic because there's cars behind me to try to get in this spot. Right. And I also botched it and also <laughs> I, i'm convinced that one of the cars that was on either side was like way too close or whatever because it I, I, sure. don't, I don't think i was even gonna fit um but i got pretty much stuck in this spot holding up traffic and also just a ton of foot traffic walking by everybody watching me everybody like i got s multiple comments from passers-by and all this stuff and yeah, I just, I looked up, I was like, $10 parking garage. All right. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> all right. But bailing one. on, I, I just want to say, bailing on that is even worse because you held up all that traffic for right. literally nothing. You got to commit, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, there was, okay, last one. We're pulling into a venue, which is a heightened, I'm worried about what people are thinking as I right. park this. Right, people are watching. There's one spot close to the door which we need to load out. Uh, load in. I mean, it's literally 10 motorcycles parked tandem. Oh. A long parking spot, perfect for the van, mm -hmm. and then a stop sign. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, all right, I can do this. There's plenty of room. I've done this a million times. I pull up to do, you know, pull up and back in, right? Mm -hmm. I pull up. Look over against the window in this bar we're playing. Oh, yeah. All the motorcyclists. Uh, watching. Leather jackets. Yeah, those are watching that's the pride and joy. Like dudes shoving a fry in, stopping. Yeah. Looking at me, right? So I'm, I'm back and I'm like, <sighs> there's like a backup camera, which is good. Yeah. Just fixed camera. Yeah. I'm backing up. I get, I mean, I'm there. Uh huh. Nick says, you're good. Keep coming back. I look over at these guys like <laughs> shuffling in their chairs and I'm like, 
I think we got to go around the block. And yeah. Nick and I always call each other because we're usually in like a city situation. Yeah. So I've got him on the phone and he's like, no, you're good. You're good. I'm like, I don't have time to explain to you that I am <laughs> not I'm going, going to park right here. Now, yeah. Either jump on the back of the van or meet me around the block. Yeah. And so I, I took off. And and that was worse. Because yeah. Because they yeah. were probably like, oh. Right. They were probably cheer, this guy cheering you on. would have been our hero, They were probably right? cheering you on that whole time. <laughs> uh, but, you know, we've seen we've all seen too many movies of the motorcycle dominoes thing happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I kind of go play there. Yeah. That would have been like, it's one thing to love tap a car, but if you ended up knocking over multiple motorcycles... There's no coming back. Like you would that have to retire. A, that is a movie thing. Domino. Yeah. <laughs> Motorcycles. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. We're listen. End of the day, we're not the best people we know. No. We are a couple of the worst. But just kind of, just kind of think about it. Next yeah. time you're moving through the airport or you're parking, like, hey, we both don't want to have to be doing this. Yeah let's help each other out right you know mm-hmm. you move a little to the right i'll move a little left mm-hmm. <sighs> man i needed this Do you ever feel like we're way underqualified to be giving advice um i think we're <laughs> i mean we're not giving We've been advice around the sun a few yeah times. i mean we're not giving advice to the masses either it's me and you <laughs> the, trying the, to work out the people problems. that are taking our advice are probably in a worse spot than we are anyway if they're <laughs> listening to us so you know <laughs> anyway uh, all right guys well thanks for listening to another episode of similar vein podcast thanks for wow thanks for listening to another episode <laughs> <laughs> Be sure to rate and subscribe if you haven't already. Hit us up on Instagram and TikTok at Similar Vein Podcast. And until next time, we will see y'all. See y'all. <laughs>